0: About 382 AD, in the days of Jerome, known for the Latin Vulgate, a new term began to circulate in Bible scholarship, according to R.H. Charles. Certain texts of historical value, and even canon, were now labeled as something other than inspired scripture. The very concept is a clear redefining of books already in existence, and in most cases, text recorded as inspired scripture and Bible canon, now somehow in question by those without any such authority. This paradigm remains today even further rooted as if it ever represented the historical approach to these Old Testament texts as some that as truth. How do these texts stand up to the Torah test? The answer on many of these books will likely shock especially scholars who have never actually conducted such research, which becomes evident. It's not in their paradigm. This canon was already chosen before there were Pharisees in Jerusalem and before there was ever a Catholic church. Those factions do not get to legitimately form councils to vote on that, which was already settled, fact, long before, even in archaeology. You are entering a zone for truth with our new Apocrypha Test series. Follow along, and together we will dispel the myths of modern scholarship. And man, are they profoundly lacking in intellect on this topic you will see not anymore download your copies of volume one and volume two of our comprehensive apocrypha research free in ebook today or get your copies at apocryphatest.com all links are there we now begin as this is a continuation let's jump back into Tobit's Tide we covered Tobit Uh, we'll review that a little But let's go to Deuteronomy, and let's go to the origin of this supposed 23%, uh, which is a tithe. Uh, No, it's not. Uh, Tithe is only 10th. But where did it come from? Well, it came from Josephus. We'll show you his words in a moment at the end. Now, yes, they would give to the Levites, the temple priests, especially in Tobit's time. How does that work? work. A Levite has no part in an inheritance of land and resources uh, that the rest of the tribes were provided by Jacob's prophecy dividing the land. The Levites didn't get any. That is a different dynamic from most pastors and churches today, of course. There's no doubting that. However, a tithe is still a tithe, and again, most churches don't even qualify for it. Deuteronomy 14, 27 through 29. This is so clear. How often do we give to the temple priests, the Levites, the priestly system generally, which the church is claiming to replace and typically does not? There are some, but generally does not. You have to decide for yourself if your church is fulfilling the priestly system uh, of keeping the feasts and the Sabbaths, especially uh, which gets them this tie, 10% of the third year's increase only, not the other two years. And just because they went and established a new religion doesn't mean we no longer tithe. The Bible never says stop tithing. It says the opposite. Continue. We have found very few churches who would qualify in this sense. Most do not qualify to receive a tithe. Sorry. The modern church is not based on the Bible model for an ecclesia generally. That's just the way it is. Verse 28. At the end of three years. Okay, how often? Three years. But but what part? It will explain. Hang on. Thou shalt bring forth all the tithe of thine increase the same year. Did we read that? Tobit obviously understood it and applied this exactly. Uh, and this has been whacked out by whom? I oh, will show you when this went wrong over 2,000 years ago. Yeah, it's not new. Uh, this is a strange old doctrine of illiterate, greedy Pharisees who interpreted it to get more money, which they were never entitled to. They've never kept the feasts or the Sabbaths either because they profane every. One, they are a different religion with a different God. For the priests specifically, 10% of the increase of that same year, the third year, that's what it says, the third year's tithe and no other years went toward that. Only that one went to the temple priests. I know I've repeated that and said it different ways, and I'll continue to because I want to make sure that is super clear. Anything else given to them? To the temple priests, whom the church is trying to claim to be, is an offering, not a tithe. And shall lay it up within thy gates. By the way, another point here is, where did the sheep for sacrifice come from? Giving from all over the country. Never just from Bethlehem, which is never Bible, but Pharisee nonsense. Uh, We deal with Jonathan Cahn uh, in a whole video on that, uh, where he repeats Pharisee doctrine never in the Bible. Bible sheep sacrificed in the temple never had to come from only Bethlehem. That's nonsense. Yes, they had to meet certain criteria, but they would come from all over the nation. And even more so, why they did, because they would sacrifice thousands of them no we don't sacrifice animals any longer because yahushua's blood is sufficient Hebrews 10 read it scripture never says that but really otherwise see it would have to say stop tithing and the bible never does how the church or or those writing these these blogs and google entries Uh, You know, can't seem to read, and yet then change the whole doctrine based on nothing, because they have nothing. There's not one time where the Bible says, stop tithing. Does this say we must give to the temple priest every year, though? No, we do not. We never did. It doesn't work that way. It says the tithe on the increase of only the third year's increase, that's it, went to the temple priests and still should to those who are helping us to keep the feast and the sabbaths on a local level on a regional level i'm not talking about us i'm talking about if in fact you're joining someone for the feast you should be giving okay now what happens the other two years well we keep tithing and tobit is the accurate record of exactly how that was done biblically so why not just take that out of our bibles and hide it Call it Apocrypha, same word, hidden away. That's what it means. Uh, It's here, though, verse 29. And the Levite, because he hath no part nor inheritance with thee. See, that's the reason we would provide for the Levites. They were poor as they made their life all about leading the temple worship. They were not Pharisees. Oh, by the way, Levites existed before there was a tabernacle and before there was a temple, and they still managed the worship system and scripture. That's in Jubilees especially, but it's also, you know, there in Torah. Now, Levites continued to operate throughout, all the way up until the time of Messiah and beyond. What? Yeah. Andrew was a Levite. Peter was a Levite. We're going to cover that a little bit when we get to the New Testament part. Now, they were not Pharisees and certainly not modern rabbis who you don't go to to try to find out how to keep the Bible. They don't know. They don't have a clue. And they own property, businesses, and shamefully claim to be Levites when they're not even Hebrews, right? We deal with that in uh, Origin the Word Jew, the true biblical Israel, in many other videos. Now, number two, and the stranger and the fatherless and the widow, altogether, that's that third year tithe, right? Um, the needy, the poor, same as Tobit, was a separate year's tithe of the increase of that year. Which are within thy gate shall come and shall eat and be satisfied. That Yahuwah thy Elohim may bless thee in all the work of thine hand, which thou doest yes give and it shall be given unto you pressed down shaken together running over uh, like a soft drink shoo explodes right Uh, men shall give unto your bosom giving comes with promises when we give biblically we just don't give to get right you got to do it with the right heart in order for those to kick in it just happens it's a principle Many give to a church, not keeping the feasts and Sabbaths, and that's money thrown away. Again, it's offerings, but uh, it, it really depends. If you're uh, calling that your tithe, it's not. Uh, and wonder why there are no blessings? Oops. It's not about us and our blessings, again, which would be the wrong heart. But we there are promises. When you give, you receive, according to Yahuwah. Many times, according to Yahusha, many times. However, it is a promise. If you know one or are one who gives, uh, just gives out of love to help others, doesn't even really think about any kind of return whatsoever, then you know what the word is talking about. It's not mysterious on this topic at all. For us, we demand, for Anna and I and those here at the God Culture, We demand that any church that we participate in, as far as um, this is concerned, that they should be keeping the feasts and the Sabbaths first. And then we would give if we are part of their congregation. Unfortunately, that's hard to find. There are some out there, believe it or not. Some follow this channel. even, But uh, basically, you know, that's us. Uh, there are some, but very few, and it, it, it's, it's so hard to find because the church generally doesn't really read the Bible. They do it through a lens uh, of the, the way that seminaries taught them. This is, this is the strong delusion. This is how it's been applied uh, to impede us all from learning. Enough of that nonsense. Watch our Sabbath series, Feasts of Yahuwah series, uh, read Rest, the case for Sabbath, free and ebook, restsabbath.org. We cover all of this in major detail, but we'll continue on the tithe here. This is affirmed later in Deuteronomy, again in chapter 26, uh, verses 12 and 13. When thou hast made an end of tithing all the tithes of thine increase, the third Year talking about giving to the temple priests, uh, talking about a cycle of three years, a third, a third, a third, right? Got it? What did Deuteronomy say earlier that we give the third year? The tithe of 10% of that same year's increase. Really the same language here. Uh, Not 10% annually to the temple priests. No, there's three different purposes. We get that detail, especially in Tobit it's that's never Bible to give tithes to a church annually. That just is not actually scripture. Uh, which is the year of tithing? Ooh, there you go. Could it not be clearer? Uh, yes, we give the other two years. But the tithe is only to the temple priests one time every three years on that year's increase only. Now, you could read this as, you know, you could apply it to the first purpose of tithing every three years. You can apply it to the second every three years and to the third every three years. So you have the three-year cycle still covered in this verse. So the temple priests, one time every three years, and they should be leading us in the feasts and the Sabbaths especially. Will that fund a church building just one year out of three years? Perhaps not. Doesn't matter because a church building is not a biblical concept. And in this case if they are not taxing their congregations far above what they should expect. And man, if we heard some stories about some things pastors have done in this regard. I'm not talking about all, but there's some that have been very extreme, that have even demanded that everyone in their congregations can't buy a car, can't buy a house until they give so they can build their big building. That's ridiculous. That is unscriptural. That is not a tithe. That's an offering. And it is a demand for an offering no church should ever make. So basically, I mean, not that a church that is not keeping the feasts and sabbaths is entitled to anything. Again, you can give offerings if you want, but entitled is a whole nother question. It's better for that ecclesia to operate as an ecclesia and to meet in homes and public places, parks by the water, etc., as they did in the Bible, and stop taxing people. To support a building, they cannot. This is why most of our churches around the world, and most churches are in this state, barely even get by. Pastors aren't getting rich. I mean, we're not saying that. Yeah, mega church pastors are. Uh, that's a little different. Uh, but your church is not feeding you spiritually if they are not teaching you Yahuwah's ways. These are basics. Very Basics. He wrote them with his very finger, in some cases, and in church, telling you that writing could pass away is illiterate, not worthy of any tithe. Again, they're not keeping what the tithe says we give for. Give if you want, that's your decision. But it's not, an, it's not a tithe, it's an offering, uh, but deserving they are not, if they're not keeping the Bible feasts, the holy days, the Sabbaths. This is basic, and we've lost it largely because we have a church that's not based on Scripture. And that is a problem. Because Protestantism, as much as it's trying to fix things, Martin Luther made a big blunder. He kept the same foundation as the Catholic Church. That's not what you do. You rebuild on the solid rock. You cannot rehab a bad foundation. Any builder would tell you that. Thanks to Tobit, we have not any longer. We can understand this. And it's given it unto the Levite. That's number one, the third year, right? The stranger, the fatherless, and the widow. Number two, that's the second year, or whichever. You you can call them whatever year's in number, but it's a three-year cycle. One, two, three. Uh, so there you go. That they may eat within thy gates. They may eat, see, uh, and be filled, because uh, yes, the tithe was food. Is, does that mean we don't give income? Well, many of us don't grow food anymore. And uh, obviously, food was currency, in essence, in Bible times. It was money, because it was a barter system. Uh, and if you wanted, uh, you know, whatever, if you wanted a chicken, uh, you trade, uh, you know, whatever. Whatever. Uh, would be valued in goods uh, your your wheat harvest some of it in order whatever would amount to equaling the value of a chicken there you go uh, and be filled uh, then thou shalt say before yahuwah thy elohim i have brought away the hollowed things out of mine house and also have given them unto the levite number one see it's repeating itself and unto the stranger, to the fatherless and the widow, number two. Those are two different years. Uh, though uh, again, Tobit would, would alms giving. He would give to the fatherless and widow every year, but he specifically set a tithe aside every three years. 10% of that year's increase went just to the widow, the orphan, the fatherless, the stranger, the, the, the poor. According to all thy commandments, which thou hast commanded me, I have not transgressed thy commandments, neither have I forgotten them. Now again, that's the third year right there in the same passage. That's year three. What do you mean? Well, keeping the commandments means keeping the feasts and the Sabbaths, and you would fund those with a year of tithe. That's how we keep his commandments. That's how we fund them. Uh, You do know that Yahushua told us that if we love him, we you just said it keep his commandments which have never changed according to matthew 5 17-20 even messiah's two new commandments we deal with this in our sabbath series are not new at all he's quoting the old testament in both cases he's quoting moses it's really dumb for any pastor or any seminarian to stand up and say otherwise we cover this very well in those series uh, and in the book this is number three uh, as they were ordained to keep the feast even traveling to jerusalem in that age three times per year this is how they funded it with a tied one of the years 10 percent of the increase of that year executing the feast costs money that's just a fact we know that anybody that's been doing it knows it costs money we don't sacrifice animals anymore, no, but we feed people, right? We have a feast. And then there's the uh, spice offering, the drink offering, uh, you know, and everything associated. There, there's expense. The Bible has the mechanism to fund that expense. It's called the tithe. We invite sometimes 50 or so people ourselves. It's not a huge celebration. It's a small one. But we are teaching the feast to them so they can understand uh, and yeah even for tabernacles which is eight days uh, we actually do many times we'll feast every day uh, we might take off on the weekly Sabbath in the middle but we we'll pump out you know food for uh, maybe you know 30 40 50 or so people each time that's our heart that's just where it is and you know but that's how we fund that it's it's a tithe. Uh, it comes out of the the one year of tithing, uh, set aside, and then that fund is used for three years. It's spent every year, uh, just as Tobit said. We still do this. We spend that uh, tithe, that third year, 10% of our increase from that year only on funding the feasts and Sabbaths uh, for three years' time. Is that clear? Again, that's how we do it. You test this and you apply this because the tithe is still biblically valid. Everything in Tobit is right here in Deuteronomy. I mean, it it is a match. He was giving biblically and left for us a model so this would not get lost. So let's hide this book and call it Apographa, hidden away uh, in English, of course, Uh, and continue to call it by its its Greek name uh, when we're speaking English even, Huh? That's how they hide things all the time, uh, just like fetus. Uh, you know, this is the Latin word for baby. And they say, oh, it's not a baby, it's a fetus. And they just said, it's not a baby, it's a baby. That's stupid. Because, well, because the church needs that money. It is a machine that eats money in the modern Freemasonic interpretation. That's the problem. It just does. The church system receives many billions of dollars every year. It is enough to eradicate poverty worldwide, but it can't. Because we have buildings, financial commitments that are not biblically required. That's not Bible. Tons of spending and even salaries far above what they should be. And it's, again, it's a machine and it just sucks and eats money. Can an ecclesia, the Greek word meaning gathering, right? That's all, just means gathering, uh, defined by Yahushua as two or more, not necessarily thousands. Can it build a building? Sure, if they have the money. But that means without taking loans and pledges uh, from their congregations, taxing them above what they are even owed. That's irresponsible. ...to the Bible practice. Hmm. Otherwise, they're really setting up a tax... ...for their congregations... ...that will strain the resources of the congregation... ...taking away from their ability to even give to the poor... ...to fund keeping the feasts and Sabbaths... ...which they preach against in Satanism, really in sin... ...and to run a ministry with its priorities in the right place... ...as the Bible says... This is a match to Deuteronomy. Thank Yahuwah for clarity. Remove Tobit's to scripture and, oops, remove this easy understanding and complicate the word so that churches can then tell people how to give with this information missing in context. That is sad. So wait a minute, where did this strange interpretation come from? How does one time every three years, 10% of that year's increase uh, to the temple priest become every year and then piled on top of it, another 10% and another 10% every third year, 23% is what they calculate. Yeah, that's what John MacArthur even says. And that's stupid. The Bible never says that. It comes from the greedy, illegitimate imposters, of course, who defiled the temple in 165, B.C., and the whole worship system, those pigs wanted, and still do, their money. The Pharisees. Just look at, well, uh, Lindsey Graham, the U.S. Senator, along with others, who are actually hawking something like, uh, we need to give Israel a blank check. That's stupid. Don't ever give any country a foreign power a blank check. What kind of illiterate, Nonsense is that. Who is he? He certainly isn't an American. I don't care what his citizenship is, in thinking that guy is no American. Give the Pharisees a blank check. That's what he's actually saying. Imagine that. Guys, this is our age. Watch answers in 2nd Esdras. It nails it. Ezra nailed Daniel's fourth beast, Explain in further detailed And Wow, And yeah, the Pharisees include the Catholic Church. Now this is evident in the fallacious satanic writings of Josephus, the Pharisee admitted. That's what he says. He says he was a Pharisee. Hello. Read his biography, scholars, and stop saying, he didn't say that when he wrote it. Uh, He wrote his own biography, uh, autobiography. So, duh um josephus says every third year of that year's increase messing up deuteronomy uh, somehow means every year gee why would he do that because he's a lying pharisee he claims and here it is in his words on screen the lie is exposed here we go he was a pharisee according to his own Autobiography, remember that. So this is the way that the Pharisees operated thanks to Josephus. We know this. This is the wrong way to interpret the Bible. Says Messiah, right? He says they add to the word. Well, they even added to the tithe because 10% became 23%. John MacArthur, wake up. What nonsense. Josephus and really his Pharisee kin changed the Bible. Modern scholars are repeating that stupidity. What did they do? They doubled the tithe, even tripling it the third year. Wow. This equates to a tax on the people that is unbiblical. However, there are churches who teach this crap, following the Pharisees. The result of his interpretation, a Pharisee one, is rather than one giving 10% each year to three different causes annually. On a three-year cycle, but only 10% total each year period. That's the way it works. They instead, well, they doubled it. They raised it to 20% for the first year. That's two tithes, not one. The word tithe means 10th, not fifth, not 20%. I mean, come on. How illiterate can you be? The second year, that's not scripture. It's a Pharisee lie, uh, is added to the first. So instead of having 10%, 10%, 10%, we now have immediately 20%, 20%, 20% 20 ridiculous satanic lie. Then the third year, you give to the widows and the orphans, and the Bible says that, right? Uh, And the needy. Uh, In that year, you are, well, the Pharisees, Apply it as a tax. Now it's the 20% plus that extra 10% that year. So you're paying 30%. These are thieves. This is not Bible. How ridiculous and outright satanic. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Indeed. We will show you there are very prominent preachers uh, teaching Josephus's doctrine here, which is from the Pharisees. Not the Bible, as their view on the Old Testament is, such as John MacArthur, he'll say the Old Testament tithe was 23%. MacArthur learn how to read. You don't even know what the word tithe means. Even though you explain to everyone it's a tenth, you then say, uh, but a tenth was 23%. That's stupid. That Just use your brain a little bit. But what is it? He's steeped in Phariseeism. He doesn't know the Bible, and he doesn't care because he hates the Old Testament. That guy really hates the Old Testament, which means he hates the Bible, which means he hates the God of the Old Testament, and that's a real problem for him and any of his cronies. Everyone should know this. That guy is an example of much of the church uh, who doesn't represent the Bible. We'll pick on him because he's so vocal about it. He is teaching Josephus over the Bible. And if he knew how to read, uh, he would be mad at himself because, again, he hates the Old Testament. He hates everything Pharisee and rabbi, yet he applies Pharisee doctrines uh, erroneously. Ouch. But true. We'll cover that in detail. See for yourself. So there you go. Many have asked for this. And this is our view on tithing, at least the start of it. We're going to go more into uh, what Tobit says uh, about giving because that's taken out of context and uh, they level accusations because they can't read. We'll show you that in the next video. Uh, we're going to go through, uh, you know, some of the other things like the history of tithing, uh, and, and that's going to be really good. The modern church has, well, generally, no clue. Test it, understand. More videos to come on this topic, uh, but you can understand this for yourself. Someone will likely ask, uh, do we then tithe to the God culture? I know someone will ask that, so let's just come out with it. Uh, We've never asked for that. Never. Uh, And we still aren't asking for that. Uh, If you feel led, contact us at thegodculture at gmail.com or through Facebook or any of our uh, other ways of contacting which is on all of our resources. Uh, and we'll discuss it with you uh, but we are not asking for that. That's not the point of this video. In fact, uh, we do teach the feast and the Sabbath yes, but for many of you, that tithe is to go to fund your ability to keep the feast and the Sabbaths one year, right? And another year, that tithe that was to go to the temple priest, should really go to a regional or local leader who's leading you in the feasts and sabbaths. Yeah, we're leading you in understanding, uh, and and maybe that's all you have. I don't know, but that's not the point. We are not asking for your tithe. Uh, we're still going to teach this anyway, and we're still going to be here. Always remember, prove all things for yourself. Yah bless to everyone.